Welcome back to another episode of the Bear Claw Podcast right here on FFSN Fans First Sports Network. My name is Joey Christopoulos. You can follow me at Joey Sports Guy. And we are back with a scheduled breakdown of the Chicago Bears here on a Friday, probably rolling on a Monday. But let's bring in my co-host today. The first one up is Vincent Sanders at The Real Payday. What's up, Real Payday? What's up, Joe? How's it going? Good, man. You're back from Florida. You got a Cubs shirt on. You're ready to go. And you got a W on your T-shirt, too. I'm wondering if you're going to be giving out Ws today for the Chicago Bears. I can't give them out for the Cubs. I know that much. <laughs> <laughs> Let's bring in our other co-host. Uh, he's back. He's ready to hand out some Ws, some Ls. It's Quentin Maddox. What's up, Quentin? How you doing? Doing fantastic, man. Good to see you, dude. Let's dive into it. Uh, it's oh, the month man. of May. It's the month of May, but what better than to start making predictions on the Chicago Bears before they even played a snap, before they even made their way into training camp. We're going to get into it right now. We're going to go through the whole schedule. We're going to hand out some W's. We're going to hand out some L's. So, Vincent, we're going to start here first with you on week one. They've done it again. The NFL's done it again. Bears, Packers, week one. This time it's going to be at Soldier Field. It's going to be the afternoon game, so it looks like it's going to be another national televised event. Jordan Love versus Justin Fields. Week one, Vincent. What say you? Do the Bears win or the Bears lose? I'm just loving that they got us bookended with the Packers. You know, sink my teeth into that. But this week one is actually a 325 game uh, at Soldier Field, as you said. And start the start it up. Start it up. Start this Jordan Love era off with a quick, fat L. L to the Green Bay guys. Come, you know, we starting off 1-0. Let's go. Loving it. I think it's an excellent matchup, right? I mean, if you're going to get Jordan Love in his first game since the Aaron Rodgers era is over, um, that is a perfect time to play him, right? You don't want him to gain any confidence. You're going to be playing at Soldier Field. And, Vincent, what I like about this a lot is I think it's the perfect matchup, too, as well to set. It's kind of a tone setter for a young Chicago Bears team that if they want to play well this year and see some success, they have to play well at home, right? That's going to be so key for the Chicago Bears. So I'm with you, man. I'm also going with a W2 on this one as well. Moving on to week two. Unfortunately, it looks like we have lost Quentin here in the ether, but that's all right. We'll get his win-loss predictions uh, all over the summer. We're going to do this again, ladies and gentlemen, but we want to move on to week two. This is our first blush thoughts. At Tampa Bay, Vincent, you just came from that great state of California, uh, great state of Florida. You're coming straight from there. Bears go on the road here in September. It's going to be humid. It's going to be hot. But what do you think? Did the Bears win against the Buccaneers in week two? You're going to get a, a bit of a catch, a bit of a theme here in the first quarter of the season coming out, coming from me. Uh, Tampa Bay might be one of the bottom five teams in the, in the, in the league, if not the NFC. I think this is a perfect opportunity for the Bears to, you know, really show what they're made of. Uh, first two weeks of the year. And, you know, I'm drinking the Kool-Aid. I don't want to be super optimistic. I, I tend to be more pessimistic with the Bears, especially. But I've got good feelings about it. I think the Bears start 2-0. I'm with you, man. I'm with you. Now, do I, as we get a little bit deeper into the schedule, do I think that, you know, they're going to have a couple of problems here on the road here and there? I do. But to get off on a good foot on the road at Tampa Bay, this is, again, another great matchup for them. Do I think it's going to be hot? Do I think this game is actually going to be tough? I do, but I think the Bears come out and win this game. I think this is going to be a low-scoring game, though, Vincent. This is kind of my vibe on that one, but the Bears come out and get a victory, like, honestly, like maybe a 19-16 to type affair. 
But again, for the second week in a row, the best quarterback on the field wears the Chicago Bears uniform. It's Justin Fields. I think they moved to two and zero. Moving on to week three, Vincent, I'm I'm curious to get your answer on this one. Is there anyone in America that thinks the Bears are going to beat the Kansas City Chiefs in Kansas City afternoon game in week three? I know some. <laughs> is it you? Is it you? Is this? What, are we breaking news? <laughs> no, it's, it's not. It's, it's definitely not me. <laughs> um, I would love to see it. I would love to see like the Bears up, you know, stun the world and show everybody we are back. We are on, put us on the map. However, you know, let's be. I'm gonna be as real as you can be in in May before we even get to the OTAs. That's our first loss. Hopefully it's our first loss. Hopefully it's our only loss. <laughs> go, go, go 16 and one. Uh, I highly doubt that. Look, man, I'm with you too as well. If you want to play, not devil's advocate, but if you want to like pull out your, your turd shining kit, they are getting the Kansas City Chiefs very early on in the season. So if you're going to catch the Super Bowl champs flat-footed, you might want to try and catch them in September while they're still trying to maybe figure a few things out. But I'm with you in Kansas City afternoon game. I don't uh, or the late game, excuse me, the late afternoon game for those of you on the East Coast and uh, Central time. I don't think the Chicago Bears win this one. I think they fall to two and one. Hopefully, though, Vincent, they just play well, right? Like if they play well in this game and they lose, they have still have something to build off of, right? Like if they get if they get blown out, you learn nothing. Moral victories, you know, for this team, what I have their ceiling. I have their ceiling at nine wins. I have their floor at seven. So we have plenty of time, plenty of space for moral victories. And, you know, week three should be a moral vic. I'll take it. But yeah, so real life hell, but a moral victory. Perfect. Yeah, no, we're still in that stage where we're, we're a growing football team. And I don't think we have Super Bowl aspirations. So that still kind of means a little something. Moving on to week four, uh, they're, they're hosting the Denver Broncos. Um, Vincent, I'm going to be honest with you. I have this as a loss right now in my column. Um, it's not that I think Russell Wilson is so much better than Justin Fields. I just think the Sean Payton effect um, will improve that team enough. I think they do have some talent on the defensive side of the ball. And uh, I do like the Chicago Bears a lot at home this year, but this is one of those games where I just think for a young team, they can maybe trip on themselves a little bit and they fall to two and two. Uh, I think they lose this game. What say you? So I'm going to take the same thing you said about Kansas City, and I'm going to apply it to Denver. It's early in the season. They may not have their, you know, all their weight behind them at that point. Mm-hmm. New coach, Russell is, I think I'm safe to say Russell is not that good anymore. Uh, they do have a good defense. They might be able to, they might stymie Justin in this offense. They might, you know, cause him a little trouble. I'm still going to take the Bears, pull it out. 19 16 something nasty something ugly but if it's the bears that's the way you want to win i mean that's how we all grew up watching bears win nasty ugly 1916 games i'm with you man and look it's definitely possible right it'll be i think early october by that point the weather's going to start to turn it might be a little windy there soldier field some some wayward field goal attempts might go down um I got them. I got them at a loss. Uh, you got them at a win. So you got them at three and one. I got them at two and two heading into week five against the Washington commanders on Thursday night football, a return to the house of horrors of last year when they lost 12 to seven on the one millimeter yard line. 
uh, with Darnell Mooney. Uh, Vincent, do they win this game against the Commanders? Let's circle back. Um, that was one of the worst games I've ever seen in any Painful, sport. painful, oh, full of pain. Yes, yeah. It, you know, bad coaching, bad play. It was tragic all around. I am, and, and then you had the nerve to put this on Thursday Night Football, a rematch. Ugh, uh, but, <laughs> but I'm again, and I'm again for the W. Bears gonna take this. We got, we're coming back. We're gonna get our revenge. We're not scoring seven points. We're not scoring a struggle seven, mind you. Again, this season against uh, Washington, they are going to go ahead and handily win that game, ten points at least. I completely agree with you on that one. Um, I know that it's in Washington. It's going to be on the road, but I think the Chicago Bears show out in this one. I got them on a win. You got them going to four and one. I got them going to three and two. And I think what's going to be really interesting is I know that for Luke Getze specifically, I know that he's going to treat every game the same, but I know that a lot of people in the media and a lot of talk and questions that he's going to get asked all week long is, hey, how about that commander's game last year? And I think that for Luke Getzey and I think for the Chicago Bears offense, that was easily rock bottom for them. And they were able to turn it around from there. And I think that there's maybe like a little intangible juice to this game with Luke Getzey trying to show, I don't know, the commanders and maybe the Bears that this is a different team. This is a new year. And let's be honest. I mean, is Sam Howell is their, is their quarterback right now? Or is it going to be uh, Jacoby Brissett? I don't know. You know what I'm saying? Either way, I do like that matchup. I think the Bears, again get the quarterback edge with Justin Fields. So I think they win that game and move to three and two. Now, Vincent, this gets into, this is the meat of the schedule right here. I think starting after the commanders game, this is going to decide that floor and that ceiling that I think that you're talking about. Are they a seven win team? Are they a nine win team? Are they above it or are they worse? Because in that very next week, they take on the Minnesota Vikings at home. First NFC North game of the year. I'm sorry, the second NFC North game of the year. Bears finished 0-6 in the NFC North last year, man. So we got them already 1-0 beating the Packers week one. But in this matchup, week six against the Vikings, do they beat the Vikings at home? Uh, I'm going to cheat a little bit. I got a splitting with the Vikings and Lions. Yeah. So whether or not this is a win or a loss, I'm going to say it's probably – if I had to call it right now, which which is what we're doing – uh, I would probably say this is a loss. You know, you know they need a little humbling, but I don't want that to be any type of uh, um, indication that Minnesota is a you know a, a, a world beater. I don't. I think that team's coming back. You know, coming back to the pack as you watched them last year, they were not as good as their record uh, insinuated they were, and the Bears almost beat them. What they uh, they should have beat them one. They should have split with them last year. Yeah. And they're going to get the split this year. Um, yeah, so I, I, I'm comfortable saying this is a loss. Just just let me know when we come back off that bye, that's a win later on. Yeah, the fumble in the fourth quarter on the on the drive, Justin was driving them down the field. I mean, they, they definitely could have won that game. Uh, they did not. Um, I have actually uh, – this is where the first time the, that I'm going to differ with you. I'm going to go with uh, the Bears are going to win this game. Um, I'm with you, though. They could easily lose it. I do see them, though, picking up a win. I'm right there with you with the Vikings, though. Where there is a world where maybe they start off okay, and maybe they run out of gas and peter out towards the tail end. But, man, they are just – there is an exodus of talent 
going on with that team right now, whether it is the Zadarius Smith getting traded, whether it is the rumors that Dalvin Cook is going to get cut, um, and they still have to work in Jordan Addison. I mean, we all know with rookie receivers, it is a little tough to get them acclimated early on in the season. Will Jordan Addison be an actual X factor in this game? Um, I don't know at that point, but I do have them winning this game. I have them moving to four and two, which means that we both have them at four and two now, right? Correct. Let me let me let me let me track back. I'm sorry. Um, and if you want to edit this, go right ahead. But um, I just remember where we played them again later on the season, the game before week the twelve. Week twelve in Minnesota, correct? Right. Mm-hmm. That's a loss. This is a win. So you think this one's a win? Okay, that's this fine. Is a win. So you got them moving to you got them moving to five and one then. Yes. Wow. Five and one. Vincent, so at this point right now, at five and one, what do you think the national narrative is about the Chicago Bears? I mean, at this point, right, Justin Fields is an MVP candidate, right? Oh Chicago Bears are here to stay. It's the biggest story of the year, worst to first. Listen, you know, if I'm putting my foot in my mouth, so be it. But if 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 it's May, it's fine. Right. If this team starts off five and one, Justin is definitely in the MVP. He's runaway MVP favorite. You know, they, everything, everything that happened last season is justified, pun intended, um, for for the Bears sticking with him and trading up their first pick. Uh, Ryan Pose is probably leading leading candidate for executive of the year. Um, Everflus is leading candidate for coach of the year. As you saw, worst the first. That's can't can't do anything better. Can't, you know, storybook is already written at that point. They got to continue on, though. Yeah, so here we go. Uh, you got them at 5-1. and one. I got them at 4-2. and two. Uh, They stay at home. Uh, they host the Las Vegas Raiders the very next week. Now, this Vikings-Raiders thing, honestly, I could probably go either way on both of the games. To be honest with you, with this Raiders game, I'm going a loss on this one. In my estimation, if I had to just take a guess right now in May, is that Jimmy G is probably still healthy at this point in the season. And I just think the matchup, the, you know, the Devonte Adams matchup scares me. Josh Jacobs is coming off a season when he led the NFL in rushing. Uh, the last time I checked, we couldn't really stop the run. And what did we do? We kind of went out and got some rotational guys and a couple dudes in the draft that honestly, all of them are unproven. So I can't sit here and say the bears are going to be able to stop the run this year. I do not know that that still might be their biggest weakness. I just think the offensive weapons is enough for the Raiders. And look, man, I hate Josh McDaniels as a coach. But I do think that this is one of the rare home losses that the Bears are going to have this year. I have them losing this game and moving to four and three. What do you think? Sands for the week one game against the Packers. This is this is the game where Tremaine, Tremaine Edmonds uh, mm. has to show his, show his medal. Because, mm-hmm. yeah, I'm thinking the same thing you said. You know, we've got to – that running game that they got out there in Vegas is going to, is a real deal. So we're going to have our backs to the wall trying to claw out this win. Um, I can go either way with this as well. Just like you said, um, I do. I, I like that we're at home. They got to come see us. And, you know, we might have another monsoon sloppy game at that point. And so we feel very um, true, which, you know, we've got the, we've got the experience in it. However, you know, both teams got to play in the slop that 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 reduces Justin Fields effectiveness that reduces Josh Jacobs effectiveness. Um, I'm, I'm with you with Josh, uh, Josh McCown Josh McDaniels as a as a coach. Uh, not not a fan. 
but they've got a whole new offense, new tight ends, new uh, uh, Devontae Adams is still there. He, for my money, is the best receiver in the league. Jimmy G, you know, flip of a coin, you know, if he's hurt, if he's playing, if he's good, if he's not, who knows? Um, I'll take it. I'll take this one on the chin. Bears loss. Yeah, Bears loss. Um, so they, yeah, you got them moving to five and two. Uh, a little step back after some of the national headline pub. You did bring up a really good point just super quickly is that I think Bears fans traditionally have always been like, well, we'll have the home field advantage because of the weather. And when these teams from the West Coast come and visit us, we'll have that decided advantage. You bring up a really good point, though, Vincent, with a quarterback like Justin Fields, we don't want bear weather. We don't want bear weather, right? And maybe that's part of the reason or part of the reason why we're getting excited about them moving to Arlington Heights, right? Is that we actually want good weather conditions so our quarterback can play at his optimal athletic level. Mm -hmm. Um, And I think that's something that Bears fans need to maybe start wrapping their head around just a little bit. Um, So you got them at five and two. I got them at four and three. They head now to Los Angeles at SoFi Stadium. Sunday night football against the Los Angeles Chargers. Vincent, do they win this primetime matchup that probably is going to have a lot of hype behind it? Uh, No. <laughs> yeah, yeah. This is another one that we're in agreement with. I don't think they win this one either. Now, this running game is going to be is going to be high octane, ready to roll. Like you said, it's 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 all eyes is watching. You got all this, got all this attention on on the Bears. Take two, take two L's in a row, which is fine. Which is fine. Chargers were a playoff team last season. They got one of the best young quarterbacks. They got one of the you know a uh, amazing touchdown machine. So Sunday night football. All I, all the bright lights. Bears are not supposed to be. Bears are not supposed to win this game anyway. Loss. Yeah, if you look on the schedule, there's not. And this is what's good about the Bears' schedule is I'm, when you look at it, I don't think there's too many like automatic losses. Yeah. Uh, you know what I mean? Like the Chiefs, I do not have high hopes for. I agree with you. This is also a game when you look at the Chargers game. I do not have high hopes for, and I'm just marking down as an L right now. Look, the Chargers are a very not fundamentally sound football team another way to say it is i think that they're a dumb football team where they could easily screw this up but i do see with a young secondary and honestly with question marks in the defensive line if justin herbert has enough time to throw back there i could see him easily carving us up and i i agree with you i hope that it is it might be a track meet right it might be a 35 to 32 replay of what we had with the dolphins game last year uh, but i do think that they lose this game uh, for me, the Chicago Bears fall to four and four. For you, they moved to five and three. And now they've lost a couple games in a row. After the national head, we're we're doing the fake the fake storyline narrative here, though, right? Like they they were they were darlings. Uh, everyone was talking about maybe Justin Fields at MVP, and we've got them now losing two in a row. They're going to New Orleans uh, to play a Saints team that now has Derek Carr at quarterback. Uh, do they get off the Schneid? Do they get back in the win column here against the Saints? That's another one of those, you know, iffy games, 50-50s. Um, just like with the, like you said, with Denver earlier and Vegas a little bit after that. Uh, the Saints. Uh, I don't think that they're a good team, you know, but they've got they've got they've got the defense. They got the chops. They still got that uh, that pedigree out there. Um, I'm fine with this. I'm fine with this. Loss. You're going to say that they lose. So you got them losing three in a row to the Saints. Look, man, this is a tough matchup. 
I had to think about this one really long and hard too as well, but I'll be honest with you. I'm going with a W in pencil right now uh, versus the Saints. My thought process is, as it stands right now, is Alvin Kamara playing football next year? Uh, I have a major questions about that. I know they got Chris Olave. That's great. Uh, does Michael Thomas play? Is he healthy? And Derek Carr, I mean, let's be honest. I mean, I get it. He's probably going to be good for the locker room. He's going to say all the right things after the game, but I just don't think that he's the type of quarterback that's really going to take the Saints to great heights. They might actually win the division with him at quarterback, but I think this is a game that the Chicago Bears can win. I do have them picking up a victory here, which means that me and you now have them both at 5-4 and four, heading into a Thursday night football game that, honestly, I'm really, really excited about this one. They play the Carolina Panthers at home. Bryce Young probably maybe will still be healthy and still be their quarterback at this time. And now we get to kind of do this fun little litmus test of, like, I don't know who was right, who was wrong. And Vincent, I do think that in a strange way, even though Justin Fields doesn't have anything to do with it, if he's a com- if he's the competitor that I think he is, I think he kind of circles this game on his calendar a little bit just to kind of prove I don't know, Bears fans, NFL people, whatever it is, that the Chicago Bears did the right thing by sticking with him, trading the number one pick, and I think he wants to beat Bryce Young's head in. I got the Panthers win. I got the Bears winning this game, and I think they're going to win it actually pretty handily, and they've been losing some games on our schedule here the last couple weeks, so I think this is a bounce back for them. I got them winning. What say you? Oh, yeah, big win, big win, big W Big W energy. Bears, the Bears know what time it is. They understood the assignment. They are going to, A, Justin Fields is going to be like, hey, you know what? I would just want to let you know that you're not on my level. And B, we're coming yes. We're sending you to the top of the top of the front of the line for the draft picks, and we're going to have to run that money. As soon as you get up there, give it to me. That's all we're this on the, is. Yeah, we're on the exact same page right there. I definitely think this is an opportunity uh, for the Bears to make a little bit of a statement, and Ryan Poles maybe gets to strut just a little bit. And think about it like this, Bears fans. You beat the Panthers, that means you're one step closer to a better pick in next year's draft because guess what? You got their first-round pick next year. Chicago Bears, at this point, then moved to 6-4 and four for both of us. They go to Detroit now for a morning game against the Lions. Um, you know, usually in years past, especially when Mitch Trubisky was under center, this was an easy, easy W for the Chicago Bears. But I'll be honest with you, I got them losing this game. What do you think, Vincent? Oh yeah, um, I think it's I think it's not a surprise that Detroit's the favorite of the division. Um, depending on what Detroit's been doing at the, to the, up to this point, I think it's a I think it's a good thing to say. Not a good thing to say, but I think it's a safe bet that they're that the Bears probably you know take that one on the chin um, as well. Six and five, it's not it's not bad. Um, but again, Detroit's not a world beater. Uh, they're the, they're the favorite for the division. That's fine. They're betting favorites as right now. They've got all the signs pointing towards them. But they can be beat. They can be beat. I wouldn't be surprised if you know if I'm wrong and the Bears mess around and beat them. I would not be surprised at all. In fact, I'll be joyous. But yeah. as, as calling it today, Bears lost. I'm with you of all the games on the schedule that do kind of, uh, you know, every, every, every team at one point or another throughout a season 
is probably going to get their head kicked in, right? And I don't think the Chicago Bears are exempt from getting their head kicked in in at least one of these games along the way. You can look at that Kansas City game, definitely wrap your head around that. That Chargers game, we're both in agreement that that's probably an automatic loss. This game, it just feels like with the hype, with the Lions, it's going to be in Detroit. It does have the possibility to get away from the Bears just a little bit. I do think that, like you're saying, that if they compete and hang in this game, which they can easily do with the Detroit Lions, I think it has more to do with just like the atmosphere, the momentum, where the season is. Um, If they can match the intensity that week and play the Lions close, even if they lose that game, I think that's a huge W for the Bears. But I do think that they lose that game. And it does kind of have a little bit of that possibility of getting away from them just a little bit. Um, So we both have them at six and five heading into week 12, uh, the week before the bye week, um, the Minnesota Vikings on Monday night football. Uh, As you mentioned, you teased a little bit earlier, you know, you like them splitting with the Vikings. I also like them splitting with the Vikings too, as well. I got them losing this game. Um, Just kind of a tough game. I don't even know where the Vikings are going to be at. But we saw this a little bit last year, too, as well. They get the bye week so late in the season. The Bears were kind of dragging ass by the time that they got to that bye week. That's definitely a possibility. Again, I have them losing and falling to 6-6. Six and six. What do you think? Yeah, so at this point, it's, what, four four road games out of the last five weeks, right before the bye. Um, Bears are tired. You know, you see it You see it all the time. Uh, this is a loss. Um, six and six, going into the bye, recharge those batteries. Let's go. Um, yeah, I'm right there with you. Um, tough. Tough tough stretch, kind of going into the bye week, licking their wounds a little bit. But the, but the good thing about this schedule, and we just talked about them possibly losing to the Lions in Detroit, they do get the Thursday night game before that. So they will get about eight, nine to 10 days of rest before they play the Detroit Lions. They take on that Vikings team on Monday night football. They then get a bye week after that. And then they get a full week of recovery before they take on the Detroit Lions at home. And this is where everyone says, you know, this is put up or shut up time. Which way are you going? Which way is the Chicago Bears team rolling this season, right? Is it tipping up or is it tipping down? And I got the Chicago Bears at home beating the Detroit Lions. I think this is going to be one of the biggest games of the year. I think this is going to be one of the games that has the Soldier Field fans the loudest possible. And I think this is a huge, huge statement moment for the Chicago Bears. And I have them winning in week 14 against the Lions. Hey, I like it. I like it. Um, I'm not as confident as you are. <laughs> uh, I would hope. One of, the, one, of the worst, one of the worst things about the last regime is how unprepared they were coming out of the bye, especially yeah. against a division opponent. Um, so I hope it's a I, I hope it's a win, but I am even more so just wanting to see how they how that approach is. You you just saw you just saw this team a few weeks prior. You know what they got, you know what's going on, you got all this time to prepare for them. Let's go. Let's see. Let's see what it does. You don't have to win. So I mean, because this is a this is a moral win season. You don't have to win for me, but this you have to put a. You, you, this is a statement game. This is a statement game to let everybody know that you're you are whether whether you're fake or real. Um. So if this is if if, if they lost the first game, 
you got to come back and you got to come back with more for this game. If you get swept by the Lions, so what? They were the favorites anyway. Um, but yeah, I'm confident. I'm comfortable calling this an L. But I just need them. But I need them. I need them to show up. It's yeah. at home after bye. You got to show up. So Vincent, you've got them. Uh, they've got them going from five and one to six and seven, my man. This is a roller coaster season. Easily can happen. I got them going to seven six right here. We're then moving on to Cleveland. We're going at Cleveland versus the Browns. And I have this as a loss. I can't really wrap my head around, A, where the Browns are going to be at this point in the season because, honestly, if you look at it right now, I think that they're the fourth-best team in that division. I still like the Steelers more. Um, Obviously, you like the Bengals more. And with Lamar Jackson back in the fold in Baltimore, if he's healthy, they're obviously going to be in the mix. So I got the Browns typically probably in last place in the AFC North right now. But I still see this. As a tough game, am I having like uh, post-traumatic naggy syndrome? Is this PTND from the time when he started Fields in Cleveland uh, in that disastrous opening start for Fields' career? Um, I have them at a loss. Am I am I facing with trauma here? Or do you think the Bears are going to win this game? Cleveland is a very Jekyll and Hyde. I think that's a that's a good way to call that. Um, no one really knows. I mean, the, the talk about Cleveland so far going into the, going into season is some people think they're going to be bad. Some people think they're going to be surprisingly good. Um, I'm I'm right there with you. It's I don't know if they're good or bad. You know, you expect them to be better than last season. They wasn't terrible last season, but you expect them to be slightly better at least. Um, whether or not that better manifests itself to a a, a win versus the Bears. I'm calling it. I'm 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 saying false. I think the Bears get off the Schneid, beat them. Um, yeah, go back to go back to five hundred six and six. Well, seven well, and no. seven. So we'll go to seven and seven, right? With seven three games seven. to go. Um, at home the very next week for the Arizona Cardinals. Uh, I'm just gonna call it right now. I think this is a W, Vincent. Like, is Kyler Murray even gonna play in this game? And if he is, why are they playing Kyler Murray in this game? They're trying <laughs> to get a top pick in the draft. He's coming off an ACL. The weather's going to be probably terrible. I don't know why they would play him in this one. Um, I think the Chicago Bears can win this game pretty easily and uh, really start setting themselves up to be like the in-the-hunt graphic. Uh, you know what I mean? On NBC moving forward, I got them winning. Yeah, um, all good questions, all good questions. Uh, I would when the, when the record, when, when the schedule, prior to the schedule being released and we saw the Cardinals on our, on our books, like, man, I hope we get them early. I hope we get them early. But you know what? Even getting them late, why would he even be playing the quarterback? Is Luke going to still be on the team? You know, you know. So, and you know, they made all those picks during the draft. I mean, they made all those trades during the draft. You know, for the future. Well, future starts now. You know, dump the game. Let's you know, give us this win. That's an easy W for the Bears. Easy. Yeah. Both going to eight and seven. Game. Yeah, going to eight and seven for both of us now. Uh, this is your account. Uh, Atlanta faithful, all of your neighbors and friends are going to be giving you shit all week. So, uh, the Falcons go to Chicago to, to play the bears. Uh, did they win that game? Desmond Ritter, Vincent Desmond Ritter, two words, Desmond Ritter, but they've got a, they don't get enough credit for that running game. They got with Atlanta and they did just draft, uh, you know, generational type running back. Um, they stole the win from us last year with Justin Fields where going into the phone booth multiple times and, you know, coming out with the red cape. 
and we still can pull it out. Um, thanks a lot, Claypool. Uh, this one is another one. This is what a third coin coin flip game of the season. I I want to say W just because it's Atlanta. I want to so bad, but in good in good conscience, it's really hard to just be that confident about it. I, you know, I'm fine with an L. I'm fine calling it an L as of right now. Yeah, you got them going to eight and eight. I actually have them. I got them winning this game right now. But I hear you, man. Tyler Algier, Cordero Patterson. Bijan Robinson. I mean, dude, honestly, like, can you imagine like a really crucial third and four and Cordero Patterson just like trucks TJ Edwards or something like that and just carries him literally four or five yards for that first down that eats two minutes off the clock that we probably needed because we need to come back and win at Soldier Field and it's windy. And you probably can't kick a field goal, so you have to go for a touchdown and you need those two minutes. I'm sorry for that rant. Uh but no, I, I'm as of right now, it's I, I'm with you. 50-50 game. I'm giving them a coin flip. Uh, I'm giving them the victory right now, and uh, I'm putting them at eight, nine, and seven. You got them at eight and eight, heading into the final game at the Packers. Either way, at your eight and eight, and at my nine and seven, they are most likely playing for something. Um, I'm not saying that they're probably. It's, it may not be a win and get in. But at the very least, it'll be a win and somebody else loses and the other thing happens and we get in. So this at Packers game is going to mean a lot. We don't know where the Packers are going to be at this point. Uh, where do the Bears land? Uh, we're sweeping, though. <laughs> yeah, me too. I got them sweeping them, too. I can't get I can't I can't get over it. I'll never get over Bears Packers. There's no way we're sweeping them this year. It's a new era. I'm with you. No, that that is easy. Call the books now. This I will not be wrong. We are taking we are taking taking this robbery back by force. Get them out of here. Send them send them to wherever they got to go. I don't. I, why why did why did they put the Packers on primetime five different times this season? They gonna they gonna be disappointed this the end of the season. Bears win. Yeah, Bears win, baby. And I, as of right now, I have them at ten and seven. You got them a nine and eight. Look, can this go a couple of wins up? Uh, I don't know how much higher up we can go with our wins, but obviously it can go down a couple of them. But Vincent, does this just speak to, I mean, obviously we have optimism. We've enjoyed this offseason. We've added a lot of pieces to this team. But I just think this speaks to the type of schedule that we have. If you look at our schedule, there are a lot of opportunities out there to be an above 500 football team this year, even though we lost 10 games in a row last year, you know, we won only three games last year. We went from two and one to three and 14, this schedule, the way it's lined up, the type of teams that we're playing, there is a real shot at us going above 500. Yeah. We got the schedule for a three win team. You know, thanks a lot. Thanks a lot. Script script writers. We, we deserved it and we're going to do the best we can with it. You know, come right around and give you that Cinderella story that you won. Vincent, did you get your script yet? I did. I did get it. Did, did you I, like? Did you like what? Did you like what happens to the Bear Club podcast this season? I mean, we blow up. It gets really huge. I, I, I mean, I took a little sneak peek at our script. It looks pretty good for us. Yeah, week one. You know, we got some stuff coming. Yeah, Packer week. <laughs> Packer week. Get ready. Uh, this was the schedule breakdown in May. The insanely way too early win loss predictions, but. That's all we can do. All we can do is wait. We'll probably do this again towards the end of the summer. But for the time being, thank you so much for checking out to Bear Claw Podcast. I'm Joey Christopoulos. Follow me at Joey Sports Guy. 
uh, Vincent Saunders, my man. Good to see you. Follow him at Real Payday. Uh, great to see you, dude. We'll be back next week with another episode. Bring us home on another great pod. 110 days till kickoff, gentlemen. Let's roll. Get them bear claws out. Get ready. Bear down. See you guys soon.